1: Thursday on Chair Shop Radio, and I guess you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Five Rounds Fallout with me, Mags. Uh, again, Ray is uh, is on uh, salmon. is unable to be here uh, this week. Uh, much love to Ray, and uh, hope everything gets better soon, good sir. Uh, but yeah, it's time for uh, another breakdown of this weekend's. Uh, UFC uh event where I would like to see the 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 fighters uh go uh in terms of future fights and a little bit of a breakdown of the the financials and also uh in a, a breakaway from the the normal format I'm going to touch on a little bit of the the news regarding the heavyweight division. Uh but first let's look through uh some of the big winners. And losers from a uh, UFC uh, fight night, Gagne versus Volkov. Uh, the first fight I want to cover uh, is a pretty simple one to, to book. Uh, it was the, the featherweight contest between Andre Touchy Feeler and Daniel Pineda. Um, Obviously, this one ended in a no contest due to uh, the referee stoppage uh, because of the RPOC. uh in a in a bout where Andre fili was absolutely lighting up uh, Daniel Pineda. Um The fact that this has gone to a no contest, uh, I see no reason not to rebook this fight. It absolutely makes sense. Uh, Andre will certainly want to uh, to get that win on his books, and uh, Daniel Pineda will uh, certainly relish the opportunity to uh, to make a better showing of himself than he did in the in the first um, round and a half of this contest. So uh, that's a pretty relatively simple one to book. Uh, rebook this fight, uh, run it back as as soon as possible next let's jump into the bantamweight division uh timo valiev uh was able to beat uh Rayone barcelos in a very back and forth fight uh there were points where um barcelos almost had the one uh a couple of times where valiev was rocked and was a uh, was uh, a <laughs> basically saved by uh the bell and saved by his, his own um submission skills these two were quite um, closely ranked in terms of uh, the ufc um list uh, both hovering around the bottom part of the the um, the, the top 20 uh, with with this victory that's obviously team timores now uh should bump up and there's quite a lot of big names above him in terms of uh people who could uh, uh elevate his his stand in the uFC uh guys like Carla Phillips who is uh coming off the win over uh Dong uh Ricky Simone who picked up the the victory against Brian keller uh even somebody like uh Marlon Vera who uh recently picked up that that win against David Grant um but for me i think i'd like to see him go up against somebody like jimmy rivera uh rivera who had the 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 recent uh fight against Petty yan and then came back with a, a win over cody stammon uh and then uh, dropped uh, to Pedro Munoz pretty recently Uh, so uh, Jimmy Rivera is certainly looking to get back on on winning ways uh, and I think that would be a great test for for Timo uh, maybe push him closer to a top 15 uh, even a top 10 opponent uh, after um, hopefully picking up a victory against jimmy rivera uh, and if not it can it can be a case of going back to the drawing board i mean Timo's coming into the ufc uh, un- unbeaten in his first two fights um two and oh so it'll be i think uh, someone like jimmy rivera will be a good test to see where uh, where he lies in this division as uh as it stands with uh, rayone uh, barcelos this is his first loss in the ufc uh five and one uh picked up some uh, some pretty big wins i mean uh let's not forget this is the guy who beat saim um, uh not too long ago um so it's um it's not like he's he's fallen off he just he just uh was basically beaten uh, and outmatched on the day so for me uh again i think uh he deserves maybe someone a little bit higher than than the 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 low 20s that he's in um so i would like to see him go up against uh cody stammon again cody Stammon who uh i mentioned uh lost uh recently to jimmy rivera he then followed that up with another loss to uh uh both uh fighters who uh, were hovering around the the, the lower uh, echelons of the top 10 uh so cory will certainly want to kind of like, uh regain some footing there uh and i think with him on a loss and barcelos coming back off the loss uh both guys will be up for a, a fight that that could potentially see them back on winning ways back uh pushing towards the top uh, top 10, top 15. Uh, so, yeah, I'd go with uh, Rione Barcelos taking on Cody Stabbing.
0: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150, then Maryland only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor promotional, not available in Washington, DC uh,
1: going into uh, the core main event. Now we obviously saw uh, Tanner Borza uh, get the second round knockout of, of, and it's, I don't want to call him a heavyweight because i don't believe he's a heavyweight but uh, it was a heavyweight contest of been saint-prior um this guy just does not look good at heavyweight for me um he he's not naturally a heavyweight i don't see him uh, as somebody who um should stick around the heavyweight division he's not exactly had the the best of times in the heavyweight division um and Every time he uh, he he seems to fight, though he, he seems slow and plodding. Like the the extra weight doesn't um, it, it certainly doesn't uh, benefit him. So I, I'd like to see him uh, not go down to heavyweight. I mean, uh, not go up to heavyweight again. I mean, this is now his second heavyweight uh, fight. His second heavyweight loss. Uh the when he went back to uh light heavyweight he, he uh got back to winning wares. Uh the issue he has is is cutting weight he's 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 had uh, plenty of, of uh problems recently uh with uh with um uh, with missing weight uh, had to fight the the, the match up against Jamal Hill uh, last December at catchweight because he he missed weight uh, and I suppose it's it's with age that he, he's struggling but I just don't think he has the power or the, the skill set to uh, hang with uh, the top fighters in in the heavyweight division and the last thing I want to see for uh, Orvin St. Prairie is for him to be um, essentially uh, a top 15 top 20 heavyweight fighter when this was a guy who was uh who, who almost broke John Jones. He broke the the mystique of John Jones. He was the first one of the first people to take Jones to a uh, decision. Really kind of uh, it was that that one performance that where Jones looked uh it looked fallible. It looked like he, he was a human being. It looked like he could be somebody who was beatable. Um and since then Bones has obviously had a lot more decisions um and uh o kind of uh, provided that that blueprint for for taking bones to uh to those deep water um um kind of fats and 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 really kind of a make him struggle in fact i mean since then we've seen him uh, get decisions against anthony smith uh, against tiago santos uh, dominic reyes and they all kind of built that that uh, game plan off the back of of ovin Saint uh showing him showing the the world that that you can combat uh bones so saying that i i don't think i'd like to see him um go back into the the heavyweight division at all um i think it, it's time that he he uh, made a conscious effort to stay at, at light heavyweight and there's certainly plenty of, of fighters there who uh who could give him a good fight i mean it, i don't think it would take him too many fights to to uh make his way uh back up that um back up that ranking uh, and I certainly wouldn't wouldn't have him against somebody uh, quite low ranked. I think he's still got name value and he's still got skill value of uh, getting a, a a top quality opponent. So with that in mind, uh, for me the the standout is uh, Magomed Ankilev. The the guy is six and one in the ufc coming back off uh, back-to-back wins against uh, ian kutalaba uh he uh, recently uh, got the decision against nikita Krylov, so uh he's certainly got mma chops beating some uh, some quite big names and i think uh, a, a bout against Ovid st pria would be uh very very interesting um i think that that pria could could potentially enjoy that kind of grappling match rather than the 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 striking um uh, competitions that are, are on the feet that he seems to really be struggling with uh, so yeah i think i'd like to see him go up against um um, um that that for me would make sense in terms of Tana Boza, uh again, this is a guy who picked up a victory after uh, losing a couple on the bounce. He lost to Arlovski and uh, uh, Ilya Latifi pretty soon, uh, pretty recently. And again, Ilya Latifi is somebody who I don't particularly count as a heavyweight uh, fighter. Um, he's someone who who does kind of jump up and down between heavyweight and uh, and and light heavyweight but with the victory against obviously St. Pierre, I think it's, uh, it's, ta- uh, Tom Tanner, uh, got a top, top 15, maybe top 20 fighter. Uh, and the one that I'm looking, the, well, there's two I've got in mind. I've got, uh, Alexander Romanov, the, the unbeaten Moldovan, uh, record of fourteen and all, uh three and oh in the UFC. Uh he hasn't fought exactly the best of opponents so far, uh, with uh wins over Roque Martinez, Marcos Lima and Juan uh, Espino. But the 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 fact is he is still unbeaten, he's ranked higher than Tanabosa Uh he's got uh, he's got submission skills. I think he would make uh, a really uh interesting opponent for for Tanner Borza. other than that I would also like to see Tanner maybe go up against uh, Tom Aspinall uh, the young hungrier Englishman Uh, again another uh, fighter with a 3-0 record in the UFC uh, 10-2 in his career Uh, he has beaten um, maybe uh, fighters a little bit uh, higher quality than uh, Romanoff he uh, beat Jake Collier uh and he beat uh alan uh, buddor and he then subbed out andre alofsky recently um so uh that would be a a very interesting fight for for tanner boards i think uh tom aspinall's uh uh mma skills in that region you know, are incredibly well-rounded uh, he's got knockout power he's got grappling skills he uh he's he's got all the tools to go really really far and I think if Tanner can can get the victory over Tom Aspinall uh, that could elevate him pretty high up the rankings and if uh, Tom is able to uh, score a victory over someone at uh, the level of Tanner boza that that too could do is he's uh, standing in the UFC the world of good so yeah I think that'd be an interesting fight for Tanner uh, to take on either Tom Aspinall or Alexander Romanov so going into the the main event we had uh, cyril gagne uh picking up the victory over alexander Volkov. uh cyril gagne stretching his unbeaten record to nine and or now in in um in mma uh, i think it's something like six and all in the ufc um oh no sorry five and all in the ufc so the the guy is quickly ca- uh climbed the rankings um for, let's let's go for for Volkov first. Obviously, um, he this was his first loss in a, in a few fights. He beat Walt Harris and uh, Alistair Overeem by a knockout recently, uh, and then dropped this uh, this loss to uh, Cyril Gagne. Um, so I th- there's I think with the with the ranking he's he's at, at, at around uh, uh, seventh. Um, it seems like a lot of the the fighters above him uh are all tied up you I mean you're looking at uh and curtis blades who are uh six and fifth uh respectively they are both uh, tied up in fights you've got um Ganya and uh lewis who uh we will talk about in a in a in a little while and then you've got um stipe and ngarno uh obviously ngarno has been involved in some uh some um News recently, so that's out out the out the cards, and I I, I can't see here coming back for a fight against somebody the level of uh, Alexander Volkov. No disrespect. So for me, he's going to have to maybe uh, drop down a couple of rankings. Uh, and there's one person who, who stands out uh, head and shoulders above everybody, uh, just below Volkov for me, and that's Martin Tabera coming off uh, uh, back-to-back-to-back victories over Ben Rothwell, Greg Harder and then Walt Harris uh, the last two uh, with uh, uh, devastating knockouts I think it absolutely makes sense for Taboru's on this climb up the rankings to uh, to make that next step up to the level of Alexander Volkov uh, and Volkov will be looking to uh, to get back in the win column after the decision lost to Cyril Gagne uh, so yeah that for me that's the fact that makes sense, uh, Marcin Tabera versus Alexander Volkov Now we will just uh before we go into what uh what I think should happen or what is going to happen for Cyril Gagne uh let's just take a, a pause, pay some bills, uh please uh check out pro wrestling tees uh slash the chair shot where we've got plenty of uh of awesome uh t-shirts available for your hashtag journalism um bandwagon nerds uh, all those great great designs uh, helps us keep the lights on here at, at chair shot helps pay the bills and keep us bringing this uh this um podcasting entertainment to you every single weekend um so definitely go and check that out and uh, we will be right back with you after these messages.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks! PC Funny here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save ten percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chairshot to save ten percent. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Five ninety nine per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv go to powerslam.tv promo code chair shot get your free month again that's powerslam.tv promo code chair shot
1: the chair shot.com. always use your head welcome back to uh five rounds fall out and uh yeah let's uh get into this uh Cyril Gagne situation and it's going to kind of link into the uh the the financials as well so it's uh quite an interesting uh, segue but um the reason why I'm not going to pick a fighter for Cyril Gagne is because he's already already got one booked um not uh, not long after the fight, it was uh, announced that Cyril Gagne would be taking on Derek Lewis uh, for the interim title on August the interim heavyweight title, should I say on August the the 7th Um, now instantly there was uh, a lot of uh, uh, questions why Francis Ngannou was not defending his title. Um, Ariel Hulwana um, came out with some statements saying that uh, Francis had been involved in advanced talks with UFC uh, regarding his next fight. Um, bear in mind, this is a uh, Francis Ngannou who, who only won the title uh, three months ago. So it's not like he's, uh, he's held onto it and held up the division but he uh he stated to UFC and his manager stated to UFC that uh he wouldn't be able to make the date for uh August the 7th but he was uh he was in more than happy to uh to sign on for September the the 25th so essentially uh, a seven week uh time difference uh and apparently Dana White was not happy with this uh and uh, he's decided to make an interim title uh, this is a uh, Dana White who has recently said that interim titles are one of the bans of his life and that he uh, he tries to avoid them at all possible and he's he's shown that um, recently I mean there's the issues with the bantamweight division uh, being tied up with uh, with uh, Petr Jan and the contra- controversy of uh, his, his uh, finish with Aljamain Sterling that could have warranted an interim title match i mean even the heavyweight division uh, more recently with uh dc and stipe being uh being locked in a perpetual battle for for the best part of three years um and having francis and garnu sat there working in the wings beating beating pretty much all comers uh including uh that that 20 odd second knockout of jazino rosensterick there was no mention of a uh, of um an interim title in all that period, but yet for this seven-week period, uh, Dana is insistent that there uh, there is a an interim title match um, and uh, an interim title belt in, introduced, which yeah, it, it, on the surface sounds sounds uh, a weird concept, uh, but then if you trace back over uh, Francis and Garner's timeline for uh, a few weeks, you you will see that um, there's actually a, um quite a simple reason behind this and it's the fact that he has dared to uh to ask about uh about a fair pay for fathers uh, logan paul um uh, recently had the fight with uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, reports saying that he, he may have uh, earned 20 plus million for that fight and uh, and Garnu uh, quote tweeted one of the one of the posts saying this uh, and said um, what is it what is the UFC fighters doing wrong that someone who has a, a record of 0 and 1 in professional boxing can walk away with 20 million but uh, he uh, as the as the UFC champion can't seem to get anywhere close to that and then you've also got to take into account that dana's had issues with bones who are uh, he claims has been uh refusing to fart and um wants, wants 30 million for uh, a fart it it seems now that maybe this is more evidence of of dana white having this kind of mafioso uh, mentality over his fighters and um basically not wanted to pay the fighters what that what they believe that they're worth uh, and yet again uh dana has clashed with um with the management of uh of a fighter much like he did with the management of um bones he's now stating that uh, uh markel martin uh, who is uh, the manager of francis Ngannou, who um you would be forgiven if you had never heard of because he's uh, the the kind of manager that uh puts his uh his clients in in the forefront and doesn't make the story uh, all about him um certainly hasn't got that kind of a exuberant uh character uh of the likes of uh, uh Malki Kawa or Ali Abdulaziz um he, he he essentially goes under the radar uh well um when the the title fight between Ganya and lewis was announced and this is no kind of um no kind of uh, shade on those two uh absolutely take the opportunity if it's if it's offered to you. i mean everybody loves uh Derek lewis he's uh one of the, the the most charismatic fighters in the ufc and uh it'd be cool to see him uh, uh wearing that strap one day and the same with cyril gania he's a very quiet uh kind of um shy and retiring fighter but certainly is a uh, Certainly, is more than deserving of, of his opportunity. It's just, it's a shame when the opportunity comes uh, at the at the punishment or the or what seems to be a punishment of another fighter. But uh, let's, going back to uh, Dana and his uh, and his outburst against the the, the manager. So Francis Ngannou. Uh, replied to uh Ariel Hawana and said that he this nothing seems right about this fight being booked uh, that he he uh he had uh, meetings with uh with Hunter uh, the the lawyer at, at UFC and Dana and it it seemed that they were um set to agree the the September fight and that Dana has uh, has gone back and 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 organized this uh, interim fight and the manager has come out and said, uh, "This is a, sh- uh, a shock uh, to make an interim title uh, uh, so soon." And and looking at the history of this division, it is a surprise that uh, it's 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 come to this. Uh, Francis has uh, spent some time back in uh, Cameroon to celebrate his win. Back he is now back in in the the states, ready to train. Um, and it just makes no sense to have this. Uh, this uh, interim title match when the is going to be ready uh, to defend the genuine world title in in seven weeks uh, so Dana fired back at, at this guy in the typical Dana stance, I'm right you're wrong I'm, uh, I'm the hard one. to everybody's trying to, uh, trying to um, take the piss out of me, uh, he's put this dude he's so full of shit, he knows exactly what's going on and he isn't shocked at all uh we told him several times this was coming uh the management is incompetent and hopefully francis starts taking uh, uh a new look at people uh to help his career interesting that he's gone down that same kind of route again the same kind of route he went down with uh with uh bonds <laughs> Uh, when uh bones was uh, bringing up the question of fighter to fair pay and getting paid what is worth the uh dana had a, suddenly had an issue with the management uh and and uh, saying that the fighters should kind of ditch their manager and and get get new uh representation um yeah dana if it if it looks like a duck talks like a duck and quacks like a duck it's a duck and it it's it seems to be a, a situation where if it's always you versus somebody else, maybe it's you with the issue. So uh anyway, uh Mikel Martin uh came back um uh with a with a, a long diatribe on his on his uh Instagram uh saying that yes Dana it was a complete shot after we had uh, already discussed September uh, complete shot that youth made threats uh, of this interim title less than three months after you you were all made aware uh, of, uh, of Francis being the champion complete shock after you knew why uh, francis Mortam. uh he says i understand that you're passionate uh but when you try to discredit my intent uh, integrity when i've been uh, nothing but respectful to you hunter and your entire staff that says more about you than it does about me exactly uh, i totally agree with him on that Uh, He says, I'm not even mad, I'm actually impressed that I've gotten your attention, and to say I'm incompetent at management, I think we've done a a damn fine job. Uh, I I think you really don't like the fact that uh, Francis is being represented by not only one person, but an entire agency, uh, and an agency that you are unable to control hence why you've been trying to get your people to uh to represent him uh all the time uh for your benefit but let me tell you uh I, i'm willing to disclose everything for people to see i have all the emails the calls and the text uh you're threatening to blackball me uh and that's fine i am not defamed by the ufc or by you or anybody else um how's that sound and this was instantly uh Lacked by Francis Ngannou, who said 100% on uh, on his uh, Instagram reply, Uh, and then. one of um one of Xtreme Couture's coaches uh, where N- and and uh, trains he uh put up a a tweet and a screenshot that supported uh both Francis and uh Markel in their conversation uh with with Dana saying that uh we 're targeting for the twenty fifth and we uh we 've uh, got an agreement in place uh, it 's not ex- not been signed, but we are ready to go. So it looks, again, kind of like uh, Dana is causing issues. Dana is, uh, again, like I said, this mafioso-style character who, who wants to make millions and millions off, off his fighters, um, taking punches and, and blows to the face, uh, severely shortening their career span, uh, but yet doesn't want to pay the, the fighters what what they believe they're worth. Uh and anytime anybody has the audacity to challenge that, they suddenly become uh, the worst enemy. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that, uh, that Dana was absolutely blowing smoke up Francis and Garner's was eyes, calling him the, the the best rounded fighter in the world, calling him the, the deadliest man on the planet. And now all of a sudden, when Francis wants paying what he's worth... Um, Dana suddenly has a a massive massive issue with it um and again I'm going to link this down to uh down to the finances because if we have a quick look at um the finances for UFC Vegas 30 the the fact that uh essentially confirmed Cyril Gagne would get the title shot his payout for that win was a base salary of ninety thousand, uh, with a win bonus of ninety thousand, and his, the sponsorship deal of, of six thousand. So essentially, he's on uh, hundred and eighty-six thousand uh, pounds uh, payout for um, for winning that fight. Now, if we compare that with Francis and Garnu, Francis has had a total of Two for six farts that paid out more than than uh, what Cyril Gagne drew against Alexander Volkov. Um, He he got a payout of two hundred and fifty five thousand against Curtis Blades. He got a payout of two hundred fifty five thousand when he uh, beat Cain Velasquez. He got three hundred thousand when he beat um, Junior Dos Santos. Three hundred and twenty when he uh bested um Rosenstruik and the two fights against uh against Stephen he uh he scored half a million uh for the first fight and then the 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 title victory he scored 580,000 including the the bonus, uh bonuses and the sponsorships so there's a, a huge disparity between those pairs, as of now, and with uh, with then uh, Francis bringing up the question of of Log and Paul under 20 million, um, this clearly seems to be um, the issue of of Dana wanting to not pay the fighters um, what they believe that they are worth. Uh, let, let's let's not forget that the the whole reason why it was going to be Angaroo uh, versus. Uh, Derek Lewis in the first place was because Bones, who was tacked on to be that uh, first contender uh, for Francis Ngannou's newly won towel, he said pretty much the same thing that he wanted. Um, he wanted to to be paid what he was worth, um, and then was he was very quickly replaced with um with Derek lewis uh and Derek lewis obviously came out with the the comments saying that he would happily take on uh francis garnu for half a million uh which which would actually be one of his biggest paydays because uh his pay his highest pay was actually five hundred and thirty thousand when he lost at ufc 230 to uh daniel cormier um before that uh, and even after that, he's, he's hovered around the three hundred to $370,000 uh, uh, dollar mark, even for, for for victories where he's been the headliner. So there's a huge difference between paying uh, potential millions on millions for Bones versus um, Garnou, as compared to paying less than a million for um, uh, Derek Lewis versus Cyril Gagne. Uh, so financially uh that that fact makes the most sense if, if you want to kind of limit how much you're paying out but the issue is you are uh taking some of the biggest stars in your sport and and um essentially trying to blackball them and, and make out that they're holding the company up to ransom when really you're you're kind of exploiting your fighters you are you're only giving um fighters opportunities if they bow to the, the 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 tore the company line almost and and uh and are willing to to essentially put their lives and their careers on the line for for low pay. It, it it's uh um yeah it's not a, a uh, a farter centric system It's it, it seems very like, like i said time and time again very mafioso style um so yeah we are getting uh cyril gagne versus uh Derek lewis um august the 7th and i have no no doubt that that will be uh, a banger of a far i'm sure my boy uh ray will be going to uh going to see his, his uh his hometown boy uh Derek Lewis hopefully uh, pick up the title um, but unfortunately it's just another kind of a black eye for, for Dana and his, uh, his stance of, of, against pain fighters um, a, a fair pay for a, a fair day's work but um, with that all being said and this has been a, a long run show um, you can follow me on uh, on, on the Twitters at Podfather Mags, follow my uh, absent co-host uh, Ray. At its rare cash, uh, definitely go and check out all the rest of the content here on uh, on Chairshot Radio and the the extended Chairshot family. We uh, we uh, provide so much amazing content for you uh, in terms of podcasts and articles and opinion pieces. Uh, we cover the the whole gamut from sports, entertainment, and also sports entertainment. So uh, thank you for listening, and remember uh, the rule that we have here at the Chair. Is that you should always use your head? TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.